Is this thing on? And welcome everyone, this is Franco, and I finally got around to watching the Batman vs. Superman Super Fantastic Ultimate Edition or whatever they want to call it. Um, now, you might be saying to yourself, Franco, didn't you give this movie a, you know, a horrible review and thought it was a big steaming pile of shit? Yes, I did, and yes, it was. Now, does this uh, Ultimate Edition, these extra 30 minutes that have been added to it, does this make it a better movie? Yes and no. Um, some of the stuff that gets added in uh, does make it a, a lot more palatable. Um, it's still a really funky and disjointed movie. Uh, just to give you a heads up, full on spoilers, if you haven't seen the, ori the original cut, Batman vs Superman, go ahead and watch this one. It is worth a watch and I will get into the specifics as to why, but I'm giving you the chance to get out before uh, if you haven't seen the original. Now if you've already seen the original, um, your the story is essentially the same. Uh, plot points don't change. This, the main uh, structure of it, it's still there. Um, what is also been added has been certain things that get fleshed out. Um, one of the uh, first things that you'll notice is um, the little girl in the beginning of the movie that Ben Affleck saves. She's actually part of a class uh, that is on a field trip of some kind. You see the, these teachers are um, uh, chaperones ushering these uh, a group of children out and this one girl gets left behind apparently her mom uh, gets you know flattened by a building and you know Batman saves her uh, or, or Bruce Wayne rather um, that's one thing that gets a little bit fleshed out but the main you know meat and potatoes of the whole thing of the whole all of the additions comes in uh, two maybe even three major scenes uh, the first one is the desert scene with Lois Lane. Uh, there's more to Jimmy Olsen and you don't actually have to go through the credits to confirm that it is uh, Jimmy Olsen. He uh, tells uh, Lois that he's Jimmy Olsen, his name is Jimmy Olsen, he has a conversation. Um, Lois Lane is kind of a dick to him. Um, but that, that whole scene, th that extension, um, kind of makes his death even more upsetting. Um, not in the sense that it's gory, in the sense that, you, dude, you just fucking killed off Jimmy Olsen. Um, that, uh, that really is upsetting. Uh, it was upsetting before the first time around, and it's even more upsetting now that, you know, you get to see more of Jimmy Olsen uh, for an extra two minutes before he gets shot in the face. Now, the good part of that whole scene is you see more of Lex Luthor's mercenaries. Um, they, you, you actually see them pinning the murder of a bunch of villagers on Superman. Uh, right after they, t they end up killing um, uh, Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane goes in with the Warlord, the Russian dude, he winds up offing a bunch of uh, the Warlord's uh, henchmen. And not only that, but they also burn them, turn into this big steaming pile of ash and um, they're pinning it all on Superman. Uh, so you get that justification as to why one of the wives of the men that died would blame it on Superman. So it, 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 that scene clicks. Um, another thing that gets you know added on to is 
um, this scene with Jenna Malone, um, who I guess she's a, a character from the comics that I'm not familiar with, but uh, she doesn't really do much in this one. Um, she, I, I think her part should have been in that in the movie anyway, um, because it, it it explains certain things that happen and certain reactions by certain people. Um, one of the things, uh, she's like some kind of ballistic specialist or forensic scientist or something. Well, basically, Lois Lane takes uh, the bullet that she finds in the desert to Jenna Malone. Jen she investigates it. Uh, she also investigates the bomb that goes off in uh, Scoot McNeely's, I think that's what his name is, the actor's name, uh, the, the wheelchair. The, the bomb that goes off in his wheelchair in, um, at the Capitol, uh, apparently that wheelchair was lined with lead, so Superman couldn't see it. So that's why he stood there like an idiot and basically take a, a bomb to the face. Um, it makes sense. He couldn't see it, so he couldn't do anything about it. Um, so th that little add-on to me was, I think that scene was maybe a minute, so I don't know why they cut that out. Uh, that could have, that, that, I mean, that was basically two scenes, two separate scenes, two different events, but I think the total running time of that was maybe minute, minute and a half, so I don't understand why they took that out in the first place. Once the bomb goes off in, at the Capitol, you have Superman actually rescuing people from the building um, and bringing them out to paramedics. He sees like all these dead people, and you know it, it makes sense that he would you know be all mopey about it. Uh, and you know instead of him just flying away like he does in the original version, which when I first saw that I was like, what the hell? Are, like what is going on? Um, this time around, it makes sense that he. It's it's sort of like. They justified his, you know, reactions a little bit better. It's basically, in the original cut, you get like this weird, like, end sequence of this whole thing. So, I mean, it makes sense now. And I like that. It, basically, the first two-thirds of the movie, I enjoyed a lot more. Uh, it's still that last third of the movie that still pisses me off. The fight scene was, I mean, it, it was unchanged. It was a good fight scene. It was rather short. Um, but uh, it, they added this whole thing with um, Lex Luthor kind of, they're, they're implying that he paid off these prisoners to go after everybody who had the Bat brand. So it would kind of make it seem like Batman knew that that whole Bat brand was a death sentence. And that whole thing got boiled down to one headline that kind of made it seem that you know, Batman full well, full and well knew that what he was doing with these Bat brands, uh, as opposed to somebody playing him in the background and causing these uh, anybody who was marked uh, to be killed. Now, uh, it, this uh, it, it kind of made me like uh, Lex Luthor a little bit more, uh, more in the background. He was sort of this uh, like you know a mastermind, like he's supposed to be. You know, kind of. He, we got a quirky version of him, but still a, a mastermind nonetheless. Um, and the thing that they added at the end or towards the end that really pissed me off was this whole Steppenwolf thing. You saw it in like they released it uh, right after the, the movie first came out, and it didn't make sense then, and it didn't make sense now. 
uh, and that got included into it. It really legitimately feels like a deleted scene that got injected into the movie um, because you have Lex Luthor as this mastermind and then it turns out that he was just somebody's bitch. And then it, it just, it, it felt like it cheapened what they had already built up with Lex Luthor. I mean, he was still weird and quirky and, sh you know, for, he was shitty. Uh, not so much the performance, it's just that I don't know if that was Zack Snyder's direction to Lex Luthor or his interpretation or what. I don't know what was going on there, but they had a potential to do something good, especially with all these added scenes. Now, this movie's rated R. It is basically boils down to two F-bombs, a naked Batman butt cheek, and a little bit more of CG blood. Uh, that is pretty much it. There's no other add-ons to make it rated R. So, minus one Batman butt cheek and maybe one minus one F-bomb, and you would have still had a PG-13 movie. So, this whole rated R thing is a marketing ploy in my opinion um, and it, it it was unnecessary uh, I, I think they were trying to bite off of maybe Deadpool's you know uh, streak but it, it in all honesty it felt forced it, it didn't really even need to be there um, but yeah so that pretty much sums it up it is a better movie I did find myself liking it it wasn't a great movie uh, and it, it the, the standards were kind of low so you can't go anywhere but up so I, I did like the first two-thirds of the movie more, uh, it's still that last end, there's no add-ons to Wonder Woman, no, no nothing. So it, it's it's still like, why is she even there? So uh, so yeah, that pretty much sums it up for the Batman vs Superman Ultimate Edition. Um, let me know what you think in the comments below, did you watch it? Uh, what you thought about it? Do you plan on watching it? It is three hours, so I understand if you don't. But, I mean, it's worth a look, and it, it, it couldn't hurt, I mean, if anything, it's a, it, you can play it off as a comedy, I guess, uh, or drinking game, but yeah, so that pretty much sums it up, and thanks everybody for watching, I do really appreciate it, and on that note, I'm out of here.